0: Welcome back to Dissecting This Fiction. Thank you to everybody who's coming back from part one, where we discussed movies. Now, we're going to dive into TV and video games.
1: While well, our original intent was to post things weekly, we do want to get back to that, but we acknowledge that we've been a little off schedule. We had a very busy week.
0: I'd like to get into that, actually, before we start part two. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, the reason we had a long fucking week is because <laughs> one of our dogs decided that the best solution to solve his obsessive hunger was to eat a cat toy.
1: Yeah, like a completely inedible one. Like, not even something he could digest.
0: It had a string with wire in it. It was not something that should possibly have gone down his throat.
1: It doesn't make any sense.
0: Luckily, figured this out about, what, within a day?
1: Yeah, pretty quickly. Because he's not one to not eat, so we kind of found out immediately when he wasn't well
0: so a uh, week later and an insanely high vet bill yep. he's still alive still trying to eat everything he can
1: yep including his feet
0: but now our house is cat toy free
1: yeah no cat toys cats don't get to have fun around here
0: had to break that news to all of the cats in the house
1: <laughs> they were a little disappointed
0: yeah i won't be shocked if we find uh, our dog dead from <laughs> from cat shanks <laughs> yeah just saying mess with a cat you're gonna get claws not wrong to the ribs (laughs) so that delayed us quite a bit and uh we ideally wanted to have both parts out within a short period of time but it didn't happen and on top of that like we had established in the first part we probably bit off more than we could chew but i don't like to use that term i I feel like i'm just still chewing
1: yeah we're just taking a really (laughs) we're doing that whole like 100 chews per bite thing
0: (laughs) so thank you if you're still here Bear with us, and uh, we are hoping to get episode two, the official episode two, out sometime within the week. But once we once we get ourselves established and like what we need to do, we will definitely have a more stable schedule and more for you guys to listen to. And with that said, let's uh, get into some TV news. For TV news. Ghost Rider was announced for Hulu, and it is actually going to be canceled. The reason is, you know, what they always give, creative differences. The same spew you always hear, it it just means that they don't want to say whatever reason they canceled the show. So, that's what we got. Anybody that doesn't really know, Ghost Rider is an anti-hero. Latest incarnation is Robbie Riaz. He's a supernatural bound demon They kind of did this character already. This is why this was very very confusing because it was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a whole season with this character. This exact incarnation of him. And then they decided that they were going to give him his own show, but it's not connected to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But it was also the same exact actor as the same exact character. Makes sense it's so complicated that i'm okay with them canceling this yeah and plus this was announced after d23 had announced all these shows for disney plus so you naturally you're thinking oh why is this not on disney plus and so i think that's where the creative differences come in is i think they announced this realized maybe it wasn't the best plan to release multiple marvel shows on different platforms yeah for continuation's sake, I think they probably want to save this character now for a later Disney Plus show, perhaps, or maybe bring him to the MCU at some point in a movie. Yeah. So I think that would be the better bet if that's what they're doing. The actor that was supposed to play him, which did in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., was uh, Gabriel Luna. Did I say that right? Gabriel. Gabriel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel was like a female. Well, you know,
0: they, they might want a gender swap. <laughs> I've given them the option. I mean, they could. I've given them the option. They can do that if they want now. You're right. You are welcome, Marvel. Uh, So, yeah, that's canceled. I'm
1: going to be honest. I don't really care.
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, that's again, like I'm saying, it's like I don't. I thought it was weird to begin with, and I'm I'm not shocked. And I think. That I think that the goal is they'll probably incorporate him later on when they find a better use for the character. Yeah. Uh, for either Disney Plus or just the MCU at some point. Mm-hmm. So, I guess you could say they burned that show. No. Yeah. They sent that show off. To hell. To hell. <laughs> the shows in the, the rearview mirror of a ride. Yeah. Down Hell's Highway.
1: <laughs> Too much.
0: Okay. All right. So, I guess that's Marvel. Yeah. Surprisingly, on the movie side, we had more Marvel. Obviously, on the TV side, we have more DC. Okay. So let's let's get into that, I guess, huh? Yeah. Arrowverse still a fucking thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and.
0: <laughs> it's getting bigger every every season. I know. Every season, every know. season they have it's more, crazy. more and more.
1: The f- the final season of uh, Arrow, I think, is coming out soon.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so should we avoid spoilers for these shows? Because not everybody probably has seen the last seasons of these shows, just Um, to be safe.
1: I think everything that we would talk about in this is like pretty pretty far beyond safe.
0: They're not really thinking they are impactful. Because they're
1: seasons ago. I think we're good.
0: Well, the main chunk was they're just bringing in Superman left and right. Yeah, they're bringing back the forgotten Supermen.
1: All them Supermans. All
0: them Supermen. (laughs) <laughs> um, this is kind of an interesting one. So one is going to be Brandon Ralph is coming back as Superman. I mean, he does play the Atom yeah. currently on on some of the shows. Yeah. But now he's actually coming back as Superman for the crossover event that they do every year. This yeah. one is the...
1: Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty funny to have him as like his alternate like universe or whatever, like alternate Earth Superman, uh-huh. like interact with his Adam. they Inter- I mean, they could do that. It, would be right? kind of fun. That would
0: be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, be very but see, so here's the weird thing about the Superman. Yeah. So he's reprising the role as Superman, but he's not the Superman from Superman Returns, which is the movie he was in. The so he's fuck? a different version of <sighs> Superman, even though he's the actor who played Superman in that movie.
1: This CW Arrowverse is like the fucking king or queen of doppelgangers. Yeah. Like, it's not a... It's like this... I have literally no idea who is who at this point because everybody is like, no, that's the one from this earth. No, that one's evil and this one's good, but that one used to be evil. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's it's insane. Like, it's so hard to keep track. I mean,
0: give them props that they are great at taking a small cast and rehashing Re- them reusing as different them. characters yeah, to you're save not a wrong. budget. I yeah. assume yeah, that's why the they're doing it. The same five
1: characters have been on there the for flash like, however has been many ridiculous. seasons. Yeah.
0: But Wells, hey, they, they find a way to make that character, or I guess that actor, work every season as a different character. Mm-hmm. And then, so True. that's one Superman. We have a second Superman, which is my personal favorite mm-hmm. uh, of the CW shows. I guess it's not Arrowverse. It would be the original, I guess, Smallville? Superverse. I, Smallville, yeah. So okay. Tom Welling is coming back.
1: Oh, that's cool. They
0: say as Clark Kent, but I mean, he's Superman. But that makes me wonder. If they haven't specified he's going to be Superman. Maybe he's a Clark Kent in the universe where, is where he's this, not. Yeah, is Smallville's like, thing going to be like a concept that he like never fully became Superman? Maybe and like he just kind of like made a family with Lois.
1: It's possible.
0: I mean that would be insane, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, in his defense, he beat all of these super villains before he was even Superman. Yeah, according to the show. So yeah, that's true. I guess he didn't have to become Superman, huh? Yeah. So, but I'm I'm personally excited for that. I really liked Smallville when when, it, when I was growing up. That was that was a show I I watched religiously. I think there was, like, what, like, nine, ten seasons of that show?
1: I don't know. I never watched something that insane. one. Something insane. and
0: They were, like, back when shows had, like, 20-something episodes. Right, right. So, like, at least a third of them were just filler bullshit, but you didn't know until you watched it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just hope that they don't get any concussions in yeah. this crossover. Yeah. they They can't afford it. They've had too many concussions from that show. All those people get knocked out conveniently so Superman's identity can be saved and they don't see Clark Kent turn to Superman.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah, it was an epidemic, obviously.
1: Yeah, everybody thinks they have narcolepsy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, uh, they're adding Superman left and right. Oprah's like pulling superman out from under her <laughs> from under the audience truce. chairs and
1: you get a superman you get a superman <laughs> you just get a clark Kent. <laughs> everybody gets a superman
0: uh yeah so um i mean they, they've got a growing roster <laughs> just within this whole thing too they've got supergirl obviously legends of tomorrow characters the flash batwoman i guess is going to be a part of this black lightning hmm <laughs> Uh, yeah erica durance is coming back as as lois lane from smallville so that's really cool to see i mean she was in a uh, supergirl as lois lane Lo- right? no 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 remember she oh, was fuck,
1: you're right she, she was, was supergirl's
0: mo- mother from krypton remember they had that like new civilization on that like Asteroid or whatever fucking thing.
1: Yeah, you're right. And so, who was mon mom? She's Lois Lane from what again?
0: Oh. Because
1: I remember her. Terry Hatcher? What was she Lois Lane in?
0: No, no, no. She was the mother of...
1: Monel, the other race or whatever. Yes, but yes. But what yes. she, what, what was I watched what she was in originally?
0: She, yeah, she is from the original Lois and Clark. Evisions Lois of, and Clark. Visions of Lois and Clark from like yes, the nineties. Back on the like ABC. I had seen
1: that one. Yes, I didn't see Smallville.
0: Okay, I mean I watched that one too, but yeah. like I don't remember it that fucking well. I just I remember really her young. from
1: it, and um, who was it? Like I don't remember who the fuck the Superman was, but it doesn't matter. I digress. I just was, like, thinking that she was... There. Well, he's yeah.
0: also in this uh, Supergirl. Yes. Remember, he was yeah. the dad, whatever. Yeah. They, that show specifically has brought all of these actors from previous shows of Superman. Yeah. And bringing them in to yeah. to do cameos. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. That's great that they do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, they're adding a lot. Uh, who else have they added?
1: Uh, Burt Ward and Kevin Conroy.
0: Yes, that's true. Okay. So, I mean, they're just... And they are undisclosed roles so far. Okay. Well, Conroy will play old bruce wayne from the future which is so exciting weird okay i mean even you know again they're, they're bringing in voice actors to yeah. do stuff so. yeah so that's dc they're doing big things for the crisis on infinite earths okay so they're they're building their avengers team yeah of the tv verse
1: tv ventures
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean they're not doing anything with the justice league so they yeah. gotta do something
1: right right so speaking of the 90s
0: well, what about it?
1: I don't you have something to say about the 90s?
0: <laughs> I think everyone has something to say about the 90s. I mean,
1: but we were talking about this, uh, the uh, Disney Plus potentially having 90s animated shows. So do you remember what what, what were some of those shows? Did you find oh, out?
0: Man, there's a lot of shows that I'm... Were there some
1: that were I mean, okay, mentioned? so they
0: released a list of, like, everything that's going to be on Disney Plus, oh, okay. right, mm-hmm. for the launch in November. Right. I think it was initially a rumor based off The testing they were doing, what country was it? There was a country that recently did just... They have Disney Plus currently, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, limited. They don't have the new shows.
1: Okay. Well, what are some of the shows you're most excited about?
0: Uh, Okay, well, that's what the thing is. Like, So, like, people on YouTube, obviously, were, like, showing, like, video and, like, snaps of, like, what they have on the the user interface that they've got there. So, uh, some of them were the fox cartoons of the marvel characters like the x-men and mm-hmm. spider-man i had brought up spider-man earlier um fuck yes yeah i have currently somewhere stored a, a burn disc of the spider-man animated show from from fox in the 90s it's so bootleg oh so yeah. bad yeah i bought like twenty dollars on ebay or something oh, wow. when i was hella young yeah <sighs> quality is terrible
1: yeah it's like static as yeah yeah
0: every episode a different broadcast because like you know they got copies from like different broadcasting companies for like the country it was from Mm -hmm. or whatever so it's not like consistent ever right but yeah so i'm really excited about those and then not really mcu but like another cartoon that i love at least my memory of it i love gargoyles
1: Oh yeah, that show was good.
0: That show, I loved that show. And then they canceled it and then they brought it back later on. It was like a Saturday morning thing. It didn't really last, I don't think. It got weird. They got really into like time travel and shit. Mm. But isn't the service like a perfect use for Disney to like test what brands to bring back? Yeah. Like based off what people watch?
1: That's really smart, yeah.
0: I mean, I've been saying it for a long time. How the fuck has there not been a live action Gargoyles?
1: Yeah, that's very surprising. If,
0: if it does not happen in the next like five years, if they do not announce a Gargoyles live action movie, I'm going to be like in shock. I think it's like perfect execution to bring back that brand and, and do a, a live action movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to like all like the cartoons and stuff I haven't watched in a long time. Kind of just relive those days and see what what's new. But um yeah, so that's that's something 90s that I have fond memories of. Yeah. What about you? Anything on there that you will?
1: I have absolutely no idea what is coming out on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't looked into that at all. I'm sure there's going to be something great, but I was more of a Cartoon Network or like Nickelodeon type girl. So, there <laughs> might <mind. laughs> not Oh, is that funny?
0: Yeah. Why? I mean, I, I watched Nickelodeon too. obviously. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh,
1: I don't watch Disney. It's just like, I the, the cartoons I think of off the top of my head that I yeah. watched in probably... I don't even think I watched cartoons in the 90s, to be honest. Because I wasn't allowed to... No, I did watch... Before school, I would go over to my neighbor's house before school. And I'd watch Sailor Moon. But I don't... I'm assuming so that's about Disney. That like was Cartoon Network, I think. I probably was, yeah. It was like so the I, Toonami? Probably, yeah.
0: Or was that on... CW even it was called something else I think at the time
1: yeah it probably was
0: they've changed names a lot
1: yeah wasn't it called like WB at some point too yeah it was, it was the WB, WB like
0: back when like Buffy was a thing right right and then they changed to UPN
1: yeah something insane and then they changed they were like this sounds weird it sounds like a news channel let's yeah. change it back <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't remember a whole lot of, like, what was going on in the 90s on Disney at this point, so okay. I'm well, sure there'll be something on there that I'm hey, interested in. you're
0: gonna have three years to, check it to, out. to, to catch up know, on any I'm of it. I I'm excited
1: to check it out, for sure.
0: That'll be that'll be fun to catch up on that stuff when we can. Yeah. Uh, you had anything else to mention for TV news?
1: Uh, I just have a couple quick things. Um, on the subject of Netflix, uh, I really love Big Mouth. I think it's hilarious. I know you haven't really gotten into it. Yeah,
0: I'm not against it. I just haven't sat down and watched it. Right.
1: I think it's so funny. Season three is coming out on the fourth. So that's like what Friday or something like that. Um, And then Peaky Blinders we talked about earlier. I just barely started. I'm like not even halfway through season or episode two of season one. But season five is already going to be coming out on October 4th. So for anybody that gives a shit about that a reminder. And then something I'm interested in is living with yourself. It's like the first season is coming out. It's in a couple weeks, so we'll review it later. But basically Paul Rudd, I feel like, can do no wrong almost. So uh it's Paul Rudd goes to is like unhappy with some things. He's just kind of like a bitter person, like a normal adult. Okay. And then <laughs> and then okay. he goes to the spa and is like, I need you to make me happy. And then they do some kind of shady shit and he ends up, like, he walks out. He's, like, smiling and, like, super happy and, like, whatever. Then come to find out, this is all in the preview, so this is not spoilers. Okay. Come to find out uh, his, like, normal self comes out and it was, like, he was buried. So I don't know if this spa, like, cloned him and made him, like, a happy person and then, like, got rid of his original self mm. or what. But there's, so... like, two of him now trying to live do the same life. Do they establish
0: if, like, is he consciously aware in both bodies or is the clone, like, a brand new His- personality? Like- so
1: both bodies have the same, it, it appears to me, based on what I saw, both bodies have the same consciousness, but they don't share anything from be- after they split. Okay. So they both have this memory of going to a spa and then that's it. Like, they don't have, like, everything since then is so each their So how do own. you know
0: which one's the clone? We don't know. Oh, that's creepy.
1: Yeah. All we know is that now there's a happy one and now there's, like, the original one and so they're like kind of okay well i guess that's how
0: you know the happy one is the clone
1: potentially unless they just like cloned him and then put all of his shitty emotions into the bad one or the clone i don't know but the logical logical progression would be like the happy one is obviously the clone because that's like not real yeah that everybody's like happy all the time anyway so, I think that looks funny and interesting and so dark.
0: Is, is this a comedy? It's a dark comedy. I
1: have to imagine it's a comedy cuz I've okay. never seen Paul Reynolds be serious. It's a show. It's okay. first season of the show. How
0: many episodes do we know? Don't know. Netflix, so it's probably like 10 to 12. I would imagine. Okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't have I didn't do a lot of research. I just was like that looks great. I can't wait. I
0: mean, yeah, it, you know, you, you know, we've talked about actors that are just kind of like nailing it right now. Yeah. Right? He's he's Definitely doing, he's doing it. good work, so. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm on board for it.
1: Yeah. Uh, The one last thing is, like, kind of news-related and Netflix-related. I saw that a website, a fan website found a deleted tweet from Netflix Netherlands claiming the release date of The Witcher Netflix series was 97 days away, which calculated out to December 17th. But Netflix has since claimed that this was an error and the release date is not yet confirmed, so it's not, like obviously it's not confirmed but it's suspicion or we're suspicious that it's going to be around then okay and i'm super jazzed for that well i series. mean
0: uh, yeah we, uh, i definitely know you're into that yeah um i was i was pretty much impressed with the trailer i would never read the books i haven't played the games so i've got no context for it but like yeah henry cavill mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm sold Yeah, definitely. I feel like he's another character actor that hasn't gotten his dues. I feel like he's a better actor than than he's given roles for. Yeah,
1: because of how he looks.
0: You know, again, with the Joker stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, like even him, like he didn't. I don't think he got the opportunity as Superman that he should have.
1: Yeah, I agree. I
0: know Man of Steel was a very divisive film. Mm -hmm. I personally didn't think anything was wrong with it, but I'm not like a Superman purist, so I I just enjoy the character. I know a lot of people had opinions, but I would be content to know that he's coming back as Superman. Yeah, for sure. But in the meantime, we don't know, so... I don't know if it's been announced if he's officially gone or what. But in the meantime, we have him for this show. Exactly. And so I, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's yeah. like, I think they've compared it to like a Game of Thrones, right? Yeah,
1: they have. I read the, I think I've read the first five books. I think there's more. I just haven't gotten, I mean, when I say read, I meant I read the first book and then I got the audiobooks for the rest. Yeah. <laughs> which I have the other books and I really you
0: audibly read I
1: audibly read them yeah I listened to the rest of them because I finally gave up like trying to force myself to read every like five seconds and I like could not focus long enough so I get I started doing the audiobooks and I got through the rest of them I know there's more but I don't know if I'm going to get to that point. And I like found a way to get like the Witcher, the first Witcher game for free on my laptop. And I started dicking around with that. It was kind of fun, but like, it's hard to go from the Witcher three.
0: Oh, I imagine. I hear it's a huge. I think it's a huge jump between one to two and two to three. So
1: it's huge. And I'm like, it's, it's nuts. Like I want to do it so I can like do the story. Cause like, Again, late to this whole gaming thing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do The Witcher 1, I didn't do The Witcher 2. I came in on The Witcher 3 and I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. And then I was like so overwhelmed that I like couldn't finish it. And so I was thinking maybe I could transition back and do it by going to the 1 and 2 and all that. So I'll get into that later because we have plenty of weeks left before we talk about The Witcher in depth. Yeah,
0: well at least until December 17th it sounds.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So,
0: okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that on the radar Yeah, for future conversations
1: yeah so let's talk about what we actually did watch yeah Yeah.
0: because so that's tv news and now we have what well, we did watch yeah what we watched, what we watched.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah uh well i mean we uh, they all kind of just hit us at once we, that's true. we had like what two days we got three shows that we already watched
1: yeah one of them well I watch, the episode but... the first yes. episode not yes, like the, the first whole episode that would, of course we,
0: do we have jobs yes right. yeah <laughs> Okay, so South Park, I guess, you yeah. know? Yeah, South uh, Park was good. I liked it. I mean, you know, I, I feel like that's kind of a show where, like, I don't necessarily, like, get hyped for it, but, like, when it's back on, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. And then I, I just, I always watch it. Yes. You know? Like, I'm not, like, waiting for it, but I'm I'm always enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So, they definitely hit some, some hard grenades. topics. Yeah. Uh,
1: they went very hard into the political situation. Yeah.
0: Um, not to get too, like, spoilery. It's just the first episode, yeah. but, like... They, they definitely cover things that i was kind of like oh they will not go in that direction and they did in such a way that kind of brought light to it in a humorous way that like actually made you question like yeah what is going on i encourage people even if you kind of fell off uh, south park the last few seasons or however long ago i would probably check it out they've, they've definitely uh they've changed the show to more of a a long storytelling arc rather than just like random episode to episode, you know, yeah, that's gags. accurate.
1: like each episode builds on each other and then they'll like have callbacks and stuff and and it's um, I know for a while there it was kind of like it to me at least seemed kind of like political just for the sake of being political,
0: yeah, well, they had that whole premise of that one episode that was like during the presidential election with Obama and who the fuck was he <laughs> so long ago back when Obama was first elected who was that
1: was, was it, it McCain no I don't, I don't know it, it doesn't matter just, somebody who sucks I guess I don't pay enough attention <laughs> to the politics it's been too anymore. long anymore
0: but that whole thing I think it was McCain uh, but it that really whole was- thing, they had that episode that was literally based on, that night I believe it was, the episode was supposed to air. And they based it on who won the yes. election. Yeah,
1: so they had to prepare basically So they two essentially, episodes. I think within
0: like a 24 hour period, put the episode together mm-hmm. based off what happened in the election. The results of the election. And so that yeah. was pretty crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that was so long ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. But I felt like um, it was very obviously political, this episode, but I didn't feel like it was like, just, we're just doing this to piss people off. Like, it it seemed very relevant and necessary for people to think about the political shit that they were bringing up, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it definitely came with the jokes. It did. Yeah. Uh, You know, like I said, it made jokes out of things that were like, wow, you you see people get so upset in 2019 over, like, the littlest thing, and like, here's South Park. Yep. Still fucking throwing those jokes out there and and people are okay with them on here, but like anywhere else, you're you're fucked. Yes. So, I was actually surprised when I saw some of the jokes they used. But, you know, I liked it. Me too.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely interested to see where the rest of the season goes.
0: So, check out South Park. Episode 1 is already aired. I believe Hulu has it the day after. Otherwise, mm-hmm. Comedy Central is where you go for the South Park episode. Uh, which we do not have. Right. Because Comedy Central wants to cause trouble yeah. with who gets to view their shit without cable. Mm-hmm. So, we mm-hmm. have... Uh, I guess you didn't watch this one, did you? I did
1: not. This is so all you. Because you did snuck not wait for me and watch
0: this while you were
1: Hella kind of fucking rude. You Maybe wanna... just don't do spoilers.
0: Well, I wasn't gonna spoil it. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm
1: not gonna be worried about it.
0: I mean, you can't really spoil this show. To That's be honest. true. It's, it's very
1: like hard to like.
0: So it's always sunny. Came back. Love this show yeah such a good show this is another show that that takes big topics of controversy and kind of puts a humorous spin on them for for people to kind of like talk about in a way that like they're not just mad yeah (laughs) And I, I love this show. Uh, so this one, there was really no point to the episode. It was just kind of like, oh, the gang wants to fuck with relationships for no reason. Like, yeah. create like a romantic comedy movie plot out of random strangers they don't even know for no fucking reason. Like, that was like the whole premise. It was just, it was ridiculous. And yeah. like, everyone had like, they were like their thing that they needed to do they had a goal for why they were doing whatever they were doing and like it just it was ridiculous there was like no real reason for what happened but it was so much fun to like watch them just be terrible people and do (laughs) terrible things whatever they they felt they had to do Mm -hmm. to like innocent people and so yeah it was it's a good it was a good intro into this season yeah yeah
1: to see it at some point
0: fx now yeah that's where it's at All right, that's where it. i watch it, check it out. just gave me some of the watch while i'm at work still that's the the second of our trio of tv shows we've watched mm-hmm. uh the next one we have is superstore which we did watch together yep so you're welcome
1: yeah thanks
0: so what did you think of it
1: um i really liked it i think it also touched on some political situations
0: very (laughs) very similar to South Park very similar yeah so I guess this is just a season for that topic
1: it's just actively going on in the world right now specifically yes so
0: but I feel like last year was still a thing as well it was it was a current topic last year and I felt like you didn't see it in shows
1: that's true because it was probably too fresh and the networks were too scared to air it that'd be my guess so I think it's been long enough that they feel like it's okay to air it
0: John McCain. McCain. Okay. It was bothering me. So okay. I had to look up. It was it like up. what the fuck like, are you I don't know up. why I can't remember who was <laughs> It in was this. bothering
1: me what you were looking up. I was like, what is so fucking important?
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Okay. That's good you to know. Yeah, so Superstore kept its like normal, like like light hearted, like kind of ridiculous humor. But then they still tackled uh, some pretty impressive heavy issues that are kind of in society today without like getting it i mean they kind of did it in like a light-hearted way kind of like trying to keep it light without there was definitely some some sadness some sadness involved but they they keep the humor in as much they, as they brought can. in
0: a lot of character development for yeah. some characters yes. because of what occurred within the last yes. season yes um this show i like a lot because well one i worked a lot of retail yeah, uh after high school for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. and the show really like i've I loved the comedy bits <laughs> on like, stuff that customers do yeah, like the
1: customers accurate as
0: hyperbolic as it seems like it's really not it's there's accurate. a lot of things that are pretty accurate and realistic to what customers will absolutely and have done yeah. in my experience yeah but i just i love that the show is like it's essentially there's times where it's not but essentially it's in the store yes there's times that they have like in the parking lot or or maybe like some random location, but like yeah. essentially it's in the store. And like, if you can take a limited location like that and, and make a, make it fresh still. Like I, I, I always enjoy shows that can do that. It, it shows their creativity. Yeah. Um and yeah so this show how many seasons are they now like three four
1: i have literally no idea i'll uh, look it up <laughs> i
0: feel like we're like on four maybe so this this is like a more senior show i remember like when this show first came on it was like kind of like oh, i don't know about this one it's no office it's no parks and rec five okay Season five. <laughs> so they're even further than i thought i don't even feel like we have watched five seasons or four seasons i guess that's crazy I don't yeah. feel like it's even been that many seasons.
1: I think when we first watched it, it already had two seasons out. Okay, so we've yeah. binge so we the watched, first two. Yeah. Okay.
0: But yeah, this is a good show. It has its, like, you know, cookie-cutter... It has some cookie-cutter characters mm-hmm. that you, you know, you're expecting. But um, overall, like, they focused on characters and develop them as the show goes. But- yeah. For ones that you think are just kind of like side characters that will never mean anything, and then they kind of grow them and give you more care for their well-being, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, this is another good show. So far, three for three. I I'm happy with the opening episodes of these shows we've watched for the the new seasons. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this one? Mm-hmm. I know we're keeping it kind of light. Just don't want to like spoil anything for yeah any, anybody yeah, no, listening because.
1: I think I covered. They
0: literally just came out like the last two nights. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think that's enough probably for that. So so we don't spoil anything. Sorry
0: for the cryptic nature of what the topic is that they go in, but you'll you'll know as
1: soon as you watch it. You'll understand. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) So sorry, and you're welcome. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for like newer episodes of things that we've watched Mm -hmm. um like i said this is our first episode for the podcast we did watch these a little bit ago but i really kind of wanted to dive a little bit into a couple shows on amazon prime just because i really liked them Mm -hmm. and what better way to talk about it than on your first episode of a podcast about this fucking topic
1: yep (laughs) seems (laughs) legit
0: uh which one do you want to do first carnival Um. row yeah, let's, or the boys.
1: Let's talk about Carnival Row, and then you can focus on the boys, because you have more more info on that.
0: Well, I mean, we both watched. I know, down. I just mean... Okay. Because
1: you've, like, reviewed it or whatever. Or previewed it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Carnival Row, for anybody who doesn't know, is about, like, fairies and other fantasy, like, creature-type situations. It's
0: mythological. Yeah,
1: it's, like, mythology, kind of set in, like, a Victorian times-type deal. Um, Cara Delevingne is in it plays vignette stone moss who's a fairy um from this like land called tirnanak which is where like the fae live which is like the mythical creatures well they're obviously not mythical in this scenario but you know what i mean um, and then there's some kind of, like, war situation where the Berg and this other country that I have now forgotten the name of are now at war to fight over Tirannock because it's, like, fertile and shit. So they're, like, trying to take this country for their own because the Fae don't get to have their own stuff, I guess. Um,
0: so it, it's kind of, it definitely set up, like, a World War s yeah, yeah war
1: it does seem that way, yeah. Uh, and so, Rycroft Philistrate, or also known as Philo in the rest of the show, he was um, in the war as like a fucking whatever general or some shit like that. And his, has now, since then, become an inspector of the constabulary, which is like the cops, essentially. Um, he's and, a detective. He's a detective, yeah. Or, yeah, it's, well, it's his inspector, but whatever. It yeah, oh, it's, inspector, it's, it's, detective. He
0: essentially covers murders.
1: yeah. He's not he, he like covers a
0: cases of murders on fey, people of the Fey. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So Carnival Row is the name of this area in the Berg, which is one of the country's country places. And that's um, the main premise, is, like the
0: main location of the show. Yeah. So there's outside murders of like flashback episodes right. or whatever.
1: Yeah, so um there's murders happening within all, or, all over the uh, all over Carnival Row that end up being only people that are associated with the Fae or Fae as opposed to like the standard upper class people in the burg that like basically being Fae means you're kind of like lower class or like yeah. not respected or some kind of like Well, uh
0: well, you know, it's not
1: We don't have to dig deep, dig too deep, deep sorry, in the plot, but, um, but like that's the premise. Basically is, the premise is he's looking there's into murders, these murders. There's murders of
0: these mythical beings and he's trying to figure out yeah what the connection because he is sympathizes
1: with he sympathizes with these other races and doesn't think that they're like shitty garbage whatever's like yeah. most people do the show's a yeah. huge
0: parallel on on racism discriminations hmm you know, sexism. Right. Just anything you can think of that's a terrible thing in this world.
1: Yeah. The main thing I think that I want people to understand about this show is that it's not just uh like little fairies flying around on wings that don't make any sense. Yes, when you watch the first episode you're like, oh they're fucking fairy wings. They don't make sense. Like they're not gonna support a human. Cool, you're you're probably correct. However, the main deal in this show is like the mystery that you're following trying to solve these murders. And then as a side effect, there's like these other like creatures. So. If the part of the wings, if you can get past that or like many, any reservations you have about the the mythical creatures, then it's a very interesting, like, mystery, murder mystery type situation that you're following as well. And there's a little bit of a love story in there, too, of course. So
0: I don't think people are concerned about the the reality of weight to wing distribution. Maybe not, but
1: multiple people that I talked to were. So, okay. That's why I bring it up because I I didn't realize it was a mythical creature
0: show. I don't think you can really complain too much about how real. Realistic, their flying is.
1: You're right. I agree. So, if anybody, I'm just saying, if
0: anyone's doing that, then uh, just fuck off. You're just being ridiculous. Obviously,
1: I didn't have a problem with it. I just brought it up because I had multiple Um, people say that to me, and I was like,
0: yeah. And this is very much HBO esque show on uh-huh. Amazon. You know, yeah. it's it's got the Game of Thrones tone with you know it's got the nudity, it's got multiple like character drama. stories that are tying in at some point, it seems. So overall, what do you think of the show? I thought it was good and definitely we, worth we watched watching. watched the full season it was like what eight was it eight episodes it was I think so, yeah. Maybe ten. I feel like it was not a very long It wasn't season. very long. I think it was eight. Okay. i
1: definitely say it's worth a watch. Yeah,
0: I think it was eight. It if definitely if you were into this kind of thing, you know harry potter it's got very close i feel like ties to that like uh kind of universe with like the the broad different species and 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 how they kind of like interact with each other and the world that they live in yeah obviously not so kid friendly right yeah (laughs) definitely don't try to watch with their kids um but some things that i feel could have been better is i feel like they and i'm assuming this was an attempt to build the world for the future of the show but I feel like there was stuff that they brought into the show plot line and then they just kind of like don't do anything with it after that one episode and you just never hear about it again. Yeah. So I mean being vague for, for people that haven't watched it yet or or whatever but it's something that kind of like I hope that they tackle those things at some point because otherwise it's like why the fuck was that there? Yeah. It just kind of was weird to me and some of which I felt like they made big deals but they didn't really pan out to be anything yeah so that was just one little critique i have but but overall i i liked the show and it was something i was not expecting to like i thought you would have liked it when we saw the trailer initially i ended up really enjoying it so yeah i'll be watching season two and i think that was announced right i
1: think so yes
0: so we know that's happening Mm-hmm. i mean that's a hit yeah for amazon
1: Yeah, I'd say yes to it for sure.
0: So we're good on Carnival Room?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, so this is an even older released show, but uh, The Boys, which I was definitely about when I saw that trailer.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. That trailer was nuts.
0: But I will say, watching the show after having seen that trailer, I feel like I was disappointed because I had created expectations in my head about where the show was going based off what the trailer showed. Yeah. And then when it didn't go there, I was kind of bummed, but I enjoyed the show. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that it went as far as I w- was expecting. I know a lot of people were like, well, this show went really far, but like I felt like it could have gone farther than that. So what what did you think of the show?
1: um i think it i think it was definitely interesting it was a very interesting take on the whole superhero show oh of course yeah because we have like everybody has a fucking superhero show these days and this one was like finally (laughs) kind of like um like a fresh a fresh take on it and it was refreshing i guess for lack of a better word
0: well the funny thing too is like so amazon had the tick yeah and they did two seasons and they just abruptly canceled that show and it kind of sucked because they left it off on a cliffhanger so people were like oh what the fuck how am i gonna watch the show so hopefully that gets picked up but i thought it was interesting because that was canceled and then i feel like this show was either before slightly after around the same time announced And so it was just kind of like, are you just swapping one superhero show for another? I mean, I'm assuming budgetary reasons. They they couldn't have both shows and they chose to go with something like a new take, more fresh. You know, the take obviously had a couple previous shows. It had it animated. It had the live action on Fox back in like, was it the 90s, early 2000s, something like that. Something like that. So I guess it makes sense, but it kind of was interesting to me. But for anyone who doesn't know the premise, so this is a show about superheroes that basically it's kind of like a dark tone of the realities of like personalities of people. So it's not really so much about the superheroes and their being superheroes. It's really about who they are as people and how having those powers and I guess egos how they would truly act in a world of people that couldn't really stop them. Yeah, you know, it's it's more it's like of a, a moral
1: test. It's
0: more a psychological case study on the human nature. Yeah, given powers and and such, and it, it's a very intense show when it comes to some of the topics they talk about.
1: And graphically, it's a bit much <laughs> as well. I
0: mean, it opened the opening scene. It's in the trailer. They yeah. show a person explode from Just being explodes, being like hit a, by yeah. a a speed. Yeah. character. Yeah. That kind of sets the tone for the show. Yeah.
1: definitely.
0: So, I mean, I want to keep it kind of light so that yeah. people can just go watch this because it is yeah. so worth watching And my Definitely
1: recommend
0: it. And again, even if you're not even really a superhero <sighs> fan, like this is a show that's not really about them as superheroes. It's about people making decisions
1: people being given something a gift or a power that it makes them pretty much nearly invincible and giving them kind of no repercussions like giving them ultimate power to do what they want with it without actually having them answer for any of their like collateral damage yeah and i mean
0: the marvel movies kind of touched on that with the whole like civil war shit right So, so this is kind of an interesting take you know and then like the backstory too is like this is a group of heroes who are essentially a private corporate entity Yeah. It's a business. Yeah, they're paid. And they're basically trying to militarize the superhero into a soldier like concept where like they basically are contracted to work for the military you know kind of like we do with like weaponry right tanks and all that stuff yeah so it was kind of an interesting take on that and like how corrupt businesses can can influence social impact and stuff like that so i mean it's a great show Uh, they cover a lot of stories you know that probably come close to people you know some intense things with like what women go through when it comes to like you know feeling pressured for for success to do things they don't want to do they cover sexism racism what you'll do to to succeed you know it's it covers a lot of aspects of society that 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 most shows don't really want to cover i think it's definitely worth a watch
1: yeah i agree
0: Okay, so moving on to games and news, we have WB Games Montreal teased what the internet is deeming a Court of Owls game. They've been pretty silent since Origins, which was a dud as far as the gaming community is concerned. I personally never played it. I'm hoping that they it over to the current gen because I never played it from the last gen.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd be interested in that though. Just because I loved all the other games.
1: Yeah, I have still uh, made it to the other
0: games. You know, but... Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, they were all quality games. So I can't imagine, even with a different team, which is the WB Montreal, uh, the other team was Rocksteady that did the the other three that were positive reviews. But yeah, so they teased this game, uh, and it was all like linked up with the 80th anniversary for Batman. So people assumed it was gonna happen. They they had a, a Gotham light, the, the bat signal on a wall that was like posted on on social media, and then mm-hmm. later they had a tweet that was with encrypted logos within it, stated "Capture the Night" with a K. So yeah. obviously it's implying the Dark Knight, right? So yeah, people were hyped for that. Never happened. So essentially, it's just a cock tease as far as we know. Yeah. Um, but both teams are clearly working on something. It's been silent for years since Arkham Knight. So we'll see what they do. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a little bit more into the Pennywise It Chapter 2 talk we had earlier. There was a mod done for Resident Evil 2 Remake which changes the Mr. X character, which is like a, a brooding, slow soldier creature that just follows you to beat the shit out of you and kill you. There, there's a mod to make him look like Pennywise. No. And, <laughs> yeah, right? It's not a good idea. And if I could give you any pass on like in clowns, this one is definitely it. Yeah. The, uh, it's a hard no. Yeah. Mr. X was already intimidating. Yeah. And this, this mod just makes it creepy as fuck. Yeah. Unfortunately that's all PC. I don't think that's yeah, going to be on consoles, so unfortunately I won't I won't experience that myself. Yeah, but it's
1: really hard or very or if if not even impossible to mod games on consoles.
0: Well, they've tried with like Fallout and stuff in the past, right. but you know, it's not there yet, I guess. It's very complicated. But slowly console and PC are all becoming the same concept. True, so very true. In time. Until then I'll just rely on YouTube. Yeah. So there's that A little fun bit of information on that game. Then E3 has some news. Um, They are... Well, there's leaked information that they may be trying to turn E3 into a more festival-esque event for fans and media and influencers to kind of rebrand the you know the whole event the whole event yeah and they've kind of been doing this so far right the last few years we've gone they've been turning it into more fan-based you know and they're adding more tickets every fucking year and uh, letting more people in and lines are getting longer Yeah, Less shit's being accessible because you just can't.
1: Yeah, so let's just add way more people to it. That makes sense. So here's
0: the whole idea: is uh, they will in 2020. This is all reported by GameDaily.biz. Okay. The article states that uh, lobbying organizations have approved the sale of another 10,000 badges, which are. Tickets for Jesus the Christ. public audience, bringing the total consumer attendance to 25,000.
1: That's almost double. Are you joking? Yeah. Where are they going to put all those people?
0: Who fucking knows? Probably going to expand outside. It's not just going to be mainly inside. They'll probably have yeah. more of an outside event, too. That's true. Yeah. So this brings E3 to more of the level of Gamescom, which is like Europe's large convention. Way bigger, like many times bigger than E three has ever been. You know, you think E three, you go, oh, that's the fucking big one. Gamescom is much bigger.
1: That's crazy because E three is already. Well, I
0: mean, think about it too. You you got like a what Canada, Mexico, and the U S are essentially the only fan base that's probably realistically going to be able to go to E three, right?
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Whereas Gamescom, you got a lot of other fucking countries that that fans can come from. So much bigger pool of attendance i imagine yeah so yeah the changes this is actually kind of an and we kind of like tested this i guess years ago back when playstation did their event Mm -hmm. (laughs) before they kind of
1: fell off the face of the planet yeah Yeah.
0: when the the psx event they kind of died that out huh yeah we'll see what happens with that though but uh so they're they're potentially gonna test this which is what they did in those events app-based reservation system for game demos which sounds great on paper right Yeah. But as we imagine...
1: Hundreds of people would be trying to get on at the same time as the slots open up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, like, you know, with PSX, it was like, at this time, go onto the app to get your your reservation. Yes. What happened? Sold out. Servers got (laughs) fucked because so many people were trying to get stuff that you basically were milliseconds of a chance to get it. And if you didn't get it, you just didn't get anything. You had to stand in lines anyways for other shit. Yeah. So that's a concern I have is that it sounds great, but if they don't have the tech to like really like confirm the structure
1: It's gonna get real complicated it's real gonna, fast. It's
0: gonna it's gonna go south if they don't do this right. Yeah. Yeah. So these reservations would be for demos, entertainment opportunities for fans, aka more fucking demos. I don't and then charitable efforts led by high profile gaming influencers. So YouTubers twitch streamers yeah anything like that and this is obviously reaction to e3 being kind of dying out when it comes to developers showing up you know xbox is still technically a part of e3 but like they're their own thing on the outskirts uh, across the street yeah they're unofficially a part of e3 Uh, playstation wasn't there this last e3 yeah Uh, nintendo is there but usually only highlights like a couple things one big title which is like their main thing and then a few smaller things Mm -hmm. and there's been other developers who just haven't shown up either yeah Um, so they clearly need to switch things up to try and revive the conference
1: yeah i definitely don't it, like the direction it's been going in up until now is not the not a very good one so yeah something unless, is needed to be changed
0: unless you're in the media it's it's kind of hard to uh fully enjoy e3 because it's just so media focused right yeah. now they're trying to make it fan focused but it's just not right um they need to commit and then I think the talk of this is the idea would be media would have an exclusive day to themselves. Yeah. That's people it. who are just badge owners wouldn't would even deal with the media like right. appointments or anything. So that's one positive. But at the same time, you're bringing in 10,000 more people. Assuming you sell out, you're just replacing those appointments with more people to compete with slots. Right? Yeah. So pros and cons. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. E3 is, is always in June. So we got some time. I'm sure they'll release more information. Uh, and then actually, breaking news as of today for Sony Interactive: Sean Layden, the uh, Worldwide Studios Chairman, uh, departed from the company. Interesting. Yeah. So he's kind of a big face to PlayStation. Like it's it's very shocking to see this. There's no real details yet. It's just kind of they put out a tweet uh, about. His leaving and, you know, the, the typical thanks for your service. Yeah. To the company. Like wish, polite, you, polite, wish you wish you well. Yeah. Uh, no context as to why he's leaving. Just right. that he is leaving. So as of right now, that's all we got is he's leaving. Yeah. Uh, so what Very that means for PlayStation, who fucking knows? There was no talk of whether they're going to replace that position. If they're not going to have anybody fill it, uh, they might be making big changes for the for the next gen who knows um but he's been with the company for many many years so i imagine if he's leaving on his terms that it's something bigger and grander for him
1: right that would make sense
0: hopefully that's the positive take yeah you don't want to hear bad blood in the in the company yeah last thing we need
1: more is more beef between sony and other people
0: yeah is that spider-man shade no okay (laughs) felt like it uh, okay it might have been <laughs> okay so i mean that's it for news yeah we have stuff for what we have played recently a lot of stuff has been released actually mm-hmm. in the last week just on new releases we're starting to get to that point of the season where you, you got too many things coming out to play that you, you don't yeah. have time to finish the last game yep so i've got a handful of those i'm working on but i've actually been pretty good on i got one off the list so we'll get into those so first off, I guess one, I mean, it's an older game, but like it's been long term as far as DLC and content that they've added and all of the good, you know, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Yeah. That's what we're going for. Yeah, this. Definitely. So this is a franchise that I hated personally. <laughs> I couldn't stand the gameplay of this and I just never really got into it. Tried many times and I just never could. And then they made this game. Yeah. Well, they made Origins, which... Right. I was intrigued by, but the Egyptian backstory was still kind of, like, inspiring. not inspiring for me. Yeah. Odyssey, though, I love Greek mythology. So yeah. this hit me with a lot of intrigue. Yeah. I, I definitely was into this idea. So we got this game, and I fell in love with this game. hmm I... 100%ed the entire game. Got every achievement. Put like over 180 hours into this game. All DLC. I I played the shit out of this game.
1: Oh yeah, me too. We played this game for so long. Honestly, at a certain point I was like, God, am I am I done yet? Like, I was still enjoying it, but for some reason I was just like in my head. I was like, this is too long to be putting into one game.
0: Yeah, I don't regret any of it though.
1: No, not at all. I,
0: I yeah. It's one of those games that I truly never thought I would find a game that I was that like engrossed in that I just would spend that many hours you know like I Mm -hmm. I haven't done that in a long time
1: yeah it was really a lot of fun I didn't hate the other Assassin's Creed games I had a few of them and I really wanted to like them because I was I'm like kind of into the history part of it because a lot of the 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 earlier games are like kind of tied into historical characters and the actual deaths Mm -hmm. and I was like into that part um but I wasn't very good at them at all (laughs) <laughs> I yeah, was bad at them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that—that's one thing that I wanted to like this franchise because yeah. the. The historical tie-ins I thought were really interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, I had things where it was like, okay, you ha- in order to progress in the story, you have to, like, follow this stupid fucker through all these, like, streets and, like, not get seen. You have to, like, blend in with whatever. And, like, maybe not that I played Odyssey, I might be able to go back and, like, figure out how to do it. But, like, mm-hmm. those ones that I was, like, trying to figure out, and I was, like, I would just fail and fail and fail. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't care enough. And I would just, like, quit the game and start something else. Yeah. So I'm glad that that didn't happen here with the Southgate. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Odyssey. they took a they took a huge overhaul on on this franchise. Yeah. Uh, with Origins. And yeah. Then they expanded on that with Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey even grew more from Origins to do to do what people liked better. So, I really enjoyed it. Um, overall, it was more historically based, and then they added most of the d l c was the fictional creature yeah, stuff, yeah, that's but true. there was a little bit in the main story, but overall, it was more just kind of like learning of characters that were like historical figures at some point through Greek, yes,
1: yeah. Some okay. of the relationships of those characters to others is a little bit tenuous, but yeah,
0: I mean it. I mean,
1: but it was cool to at least have it kind of like referenced.
0: Yes, and, and so I, I, uh, I, I hope they make a sequel to this. I know they don't typically make sequels. I mean, it doesn't seem like that's planned. They're probably gonna just do like I think the rumor is the next one's gonna be like Vikings or something. Yeah, it but is. I personally would like to see Odyssey get a sequel specifically. So we'll see. But I, I would check that out for anybody who hasn't played it yet. It's always on sale Uh, either playstation or xbox it's always on sale dirt cheap usually and uh, i would check it out if anybody wants a game that's going to be a long gameplay you know that you 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 invest in one game you have it for a long time, like a year, we'll say. I I played it on a lot shorter amount of time than that, but I could imagine somebody who doesn't game as consistently spend a year on this game easily before playing the same shit again. Like yeah. they they will have plenty of missions and mm-hmm. and and stuff going on.
1: Yeah, because I was like I I was like coming home from work and like immediately just jumping into the game and like completely shirking all of my adult responsibilities (laughs) for like many days upon end because i was like so obsessed with this game and i spent like according to like the xbox thing it's like 300 and something hours but i'm pretty sure it's it's closer to like the actual play time is closer to like 250 or 260 which is still a shitload of hours well
0: like my save file says like 180 or something Mm -hmm. but then on the xbox thing it says like 230 or something so like There's some kind of loophole of it's counting time on one user interface and not the other. Right, So, I mean, I wouldn't say I didn't spend that much time, but... Right. (laughs) According to the actual save file, it's about 50 hours less.
1: Right, yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of time in menus trying to figure out where the fuck you're going next. But I definitely i really really enjoyed that game even the, though at the end i was frustrated because i was just like oh, i just want to finish <laughs> I, I, I
0: really enjoy that they added like the rpg elements to, to yeah. the character uh, yeah. weaponry and all that stuff it definitely expanded on things that i think were were lacking in, in the franchise yeah it brought in a, a whole new
1: yeah and a lot fan of base, the, you know like i said
0: of, i hated the franchise and now i'm i love this game so
1: i guess a lot of hardcore like ac fans are like Fuck this game. It sucks. Yeah. But it's, it's just been a out. different style of game. It's been
0: out a few years, but it still holds up. You know, we're playing on the X and man, is it gorgeous. Yeah. I am so in love with the graphics. Can't even wait for next gen. It's, yeah. It's going to be great. Okay. So that's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So okay. I, I would check that out. It's always on sale. Like we said next, I was, I mean, I haven't even finished it uh, for switch. I've been playing the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake from the Game Boy game. Right. I mean, this was a very anticipated game for many people. Mm-hmm. Art style is very kid-friendly, mm-hmm. I guess, to put it simple. It's very chibi.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: I didn't like it in the beginning. It has grown on me. Okay. It's cute. It's adorable. It's 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 charming graphically. But what I really love about this game is that it's it kind of took my experience with the Game Boy game... And then even though I forgot from many years of like, I don't know, decades even, shit, what I played of that game, playing this, I experienced things. I'm like, oh, I remember this. I take this item and I go to this fucking person. Right. You know, like I do things like I'm just, I'm motor, motor memory or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I'm, muscle memory. Muscle memory. I, I'm i remembering things that I did in that version and like I'm it, it's getting me excited or like just the nostalgia factor of like remembering like, oh, I remember this part. And like it's just a lot of fun in that aspect. You know, and then there's even things where I'm like, I don't remember this. But then as I get through the dungeon a little more, like, I remember this now. And then it just, it's its so pleasant. Uh, it feels like a much shorter game than I remember though. Oh yeah? Probably because I was younger and dumber. Yeah. So I I, I I haven't finished the game, but I feel like I'm much further than I should be for how little I've played it so far. Yeah. I feel like I'm maybe eight hours in at most. Okay. Probably way less than that, to be honest. Yeah. Because um, I really have only been playing it like a few hours at most a night. Mm-hmm. And I've only been playing a few nights, I guess. So I don't know. I have no clue how far I am, but I feel like I'm pretty far in. So, And I've heard that it's, it's a pretty short game. So I guess if, if you're looking for quantity over quality you might not want that in this game because this is more so a quality experience uh, for for the price you're paying you know yeah and that's always kind of been a criticism for switch games is they don't necessarily always compete what you're getting for the price you're paying because Nintendo doesn't like to do sales typically yeah but yeah I, I'm I'm loving it yeah it, it came out what September 20th so it's been out for about a week and a half or so but um, still playing it still liking it. I'll probably have more of an update as I beat it Mm -hmm. and give it a final consensus on the game. But it definitely impressed me. Compared to what I initially saw the game. That's good. Yeah. Um.
1: How does the How does it compare to, like, Breath of the Wild, for example?
0: I mean, they're completely different games. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, for example, like, I pretty much just, like, stole that game from you and, like, played the shit out of it Yeah. you first got it. Is this something you think I would care to play, this one?
0: Yeah, because I think because you played Breath of the Wild, that was a good entry point for you to want to try the other titles of the Zelda series. Even though it's, like, my opinion, drastically different. I feel like you will have the the main core concept of what Zelda is mm-hmm. and be able to enjoy it on a more simplified level because okay. you're not having all that complex item swapping right, right. And, and making potion shit or whatever you're doing in your game. Yeah. Like you get to do the cooking and all cooking that Cooking and all that shit, yeah. So it's a lot more simplified, obviously, because it was at a time when that shit wasn't so needed uh so i think you would jump in just fine and enjoy it okay. like some of the stuff it's like you just go buy the weapon you need it's not even like go find this you can ju- and the dungeons are a lot simpler than i remember them being like i said I, I i was younger and dumber so the the dungeons are a lot easier than i recall okay so i think you would if you can do breath of the wild you could definitely do this okay good to know yeah so you'll enjoy it i'll let you know when i'm done
1: thanks until I have then, my fuck plate off. full of other stuff right now, so that's not an issue. I just was curious about it.
0: Okay. Uh, and then we have Borderlands three that we've both been playing together. That's true. That was September thirteenth, I think the release was. Yes. Um and that's kind of a series that we both have played together since.
1: That's true. It's um I think we
0: started on Borderlands 2 together, and then we jumped back to 1. Yes. And then we went to pre-sequel, but we never finished it. Never finished it. Then they came out with the Borderlands 2 DLC to prep for this game, which was essentially introduced you to the characters. So we went to that, played that, enjoyed it had the HDR 4K texture pack for yeah. the game on X. So that was pretty cool to see the graphical overhaul. Uh, and then we even, you know, E3, we had played the Borderlands 3 demo, and that was a fun. Uh, so what are you thinking of this game? Um, it's out. We've, we've had it. A lot of people have actually beat it already. I mean, we... They don't it. have jobs done? Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess not.
1: Um, I like it. It's... Just, it's uh, I feel like I'm not having quite as much fun as the like Borderlands 2 because I think that because I tend to play as the siren, but I feel like this siren is very different than the other two sirens in the previous games. Um, so I'm struggling with that, like figuring out how to use her skills and whatever.
0: Yeah, um, I I kind of would feel the same with my character. I, yeah. It, it, it the new character. Yeah. Uh, type really beast yes. master I believe. Yeah. It's called. The siren
1: is the only one that's consistent. And
0: I will have to agree. Uh, I feel like the special abilities and such are very confusing. And it doesn't help that when you're playing split screen that you have even smaller text to deal with. It's hard to even see what you're even looking at. Yeah. So I've kind of been, I've been disappointed in that aspect. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's not as clear what I'm equipping for my character. Yeah, Um, like the
1: skill trees, I feel like. But I also feel
0: like I haven't really been using those. I've used mine a lot. Like, your special attack. I don't even really even use it.
1: I think that's one of the reasons that it annoys me. Because, like, the skill trees are, like... There's kind of... Some kind of different complication to it. Like, it's, like... Load, you have to manage your loadout now. And there's, like...
0: Yeah, it's a little more complicated. Uh, passive less... skill,
1: action skill, and then fucking whatever the fuck the other one is. And it's, like, a lot of... um, It just seems, like, a little complicated like to figure. Like
0: a micromanaging kind of... Yeah, I'm like, that, I just, just want to, like, click a button and, and use this loot. fucking
1: skill. Because in the previous game... As a siren, it was, like, your action skill does this, and if you upgrade it, you, like, get some additional perk at the same time. But, like, this one was, like, the default is different, your action skill doesn't just grab the person. It's, like, the one thing that's cool, like, one thing I will say as a positive is, like, there's this, like, perfectly timed and positioned action skill from Amara that, like, the enemy just, like, kind of explodes, which is kind of hilarious. Uh, if you do it, like, at the right time and Mm -hmm. they're just close enough to you, they just, like, (sighs) and there's, like, no pieces left. I don't even understand how it's possible. Okay. Okay. But it's very difficult for me. Like, obviously, I've, I've, you know this, listeners may not, I'm self-professed not good at shooter games so aiming is difficult for me
0: i think you're doing just fine
1: yeah i just feel like um
0: i, I would i'm not
1: like a play precision gears of war shooter. but yeah i'm not a precision shooter and then so that's was i was gonna tell you about gears of war something separate but um so if you perfectly time it then it kind of like explodes your enemy but then like it doesn't do what it does in the previous games where it's, like, kind of holds them up in a ball and kind of holds them in one place and can either um, give you health by damaging them or, like, burn them alive or attract other people to it. And so there's a lot of, like, things. Of course, we're only, I'm only, like, what, level 15? So, yeah, we're
0: we're relatively early still. Yeah. We, I think we're, so, like, chapter 9 or 10 or something. I have some more
1: upgrading to do, but I feel like trying to figure out which skills to use and which ones not to is very confusing right now and my character says like stupid shit all the time which bothers me like she seems like she's always like oh i'm so fucking cool like she thinks she's such a badass and i'm like yeah. you saying that makes you not cool i don't know it just i wish yeah. she, she wouldn't say like dumb I, stuff
0: i i feel like a lot of people act like this game has been hilarious yeah. uh whether it be like interactions with like AI Mm -hmm. or just your characters talking during the game I just I feel like I haven't experienced that yet yeah um but I also as much as the comedy is a part of the writing for these games I I guess I don't really pay attention to it in general because I'm just kind of playing the game I'm not focused on what they're saying to each other more Mm -hmm. than just, like, progressing the, you know, the loot cycle of of doing the missions. Yeah. Um, But, like, it's more Borderlands. Yeah. It's It's what you're expecting. It's, it's, they have a lot of quality of life changes that were needed, but they also, at the same time, have shit that they should have changed in that aspect that they just didn't, and you're just hands in the air, like, how is this not been updated since a decade ago when the first game came out yeah you know like the map system i just i don't fucking get it so i just i don't i just don't get why we're we can't have a map system that that works with the actual traveling yeah you have to like i just feel like the the ui is very complicated when it comes to your gear and all that stuff yeah Uh, The positives that they've changed, you know, like the the auto collecting of like money and and ammo and shit like that. That's nice. Mm -hmm. And they added that loot or lost lost loot machine. machine, That's pretty cool. Which is kind of cool. So if there's like nicer guns that you forgot or just didn't see or whatever reason, didn't grab, it will put them in a machine at your home base and then you can collect it later. Which is nice even if you don't need them. It's nice for selling them for money for other shit that you would want. Uh, So those are nice little changes to the game. Mm -hmm. Um, The one problem I would say I've had, and what we've had, Mm -hmm. is uh, split screen has had some really bad lagging. Yeah, Uh, We've played on the One X and on the S, Mm -hmm. both consoles. Surprisingly, the X was worse performance because of the safety mechanism on the x for overheating you know we had that experience that it shut down and just reset the game and we lost progress because of it so that was a lesson learned and we 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 figured until the update we weren't going to play on the
1: yeah
0: x and i don't think we've tried since so i don't know if it's been improved but it was extremely laggy especially for a game that's on a console with higher performance
1: yeah and then aside from lag, like not having ver- the ability to do vertical split screen is... Yeah, that's something way. that
0: we did on every other game. Yeah, So that was the shock to not have. It makes more logical
1: sense because your text doesn't get smaller. Like you can have like one person sitting on the right, one person sitting on the left. it yeah. just, it's more like visually appealing. I
0: don't know. And unless there's a reason they did that, I'm sure we'll see it in an update. Yeah. But yeah, so we've been playing on the S since the X had issues. We still see the lag. But surprisingly, it's been overall better. There's some times where it dips extremely low, but overall, we, it, it's it's seconds of manageable lag, and then we we're back to normal. Mm-hmm. Story wise, it's it's more Borderlands. More the same, yeah. It's you know you get these kooky characters that you you interact with and do missions for them, and you you go to the next area, and they've just kind of expanded on on more of the same gameplay that people love. So. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Borderlands 3 is 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 a fun game if you like Borderlands. Otherwise, probably wait for it to go on sale if you're going to Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's definitely a lot of fun if you enjoyed the other games. Um, just be prepared to kind of like choose a different player class potentially than you're used to because i think they kind of changed them all up yeah like i said the, the beast
0: master when i'm choosing i it's chose is, like they're it's... all
1: new except for the siren but then the siren's completely reworked and like not your standard siren so yeah. it's uh they're all kind of like it's like forcing you into like it's it's nice, like, giving you new characters to play, but, like, yeah. I also kind of, like, I'm comfortable playing as a siren in a certain way, so yeah. I had to, like, re- I would just, like, reinvent the wheel. I
0: would just like to get the gun berserker, whatever it's called, I know, the gun yeah. I would just like to have him back. I, that yeah. was... The Beastmaster is a cool idea, but I just haven't figured out how to properly use him, and yeah. it's just kind of not as exciting. And I don't want to start over with a new character because it's already
1: right already where we in. are.
0: So, but anyways, that's that's something to to check out if you like Borderlands. We'll probably be talking more about that I'm as, sure we will, as, as we, we progress to the game, and beat figure it, out and, and it give better. a final view on on the quality. I'm sure there'll be updates that will improve these issues we've had, but until then, they are noteworthy. Next up, we have Gears 5. So this is one that I specifically have been playing a lot of. Um, what about you?
1: <laughs> I mean, I have zero experience with this franchise or this game. Uh, I can say, having come in and watched you play a little bit, it looks like it could be fun. But it might be outside of my wheelhouse as far as being able to like aim and shoot and do all that stuff.
0: Yeah, it does feel a little hectic for people that haven't experienced the game yet. It's just one of those franchises for me that I've played since its launch on the 360. Mm -hmm. And I've just kind of grown to love it. Yeah. Uh, It kind of fell off a little bit with 4, but this one is is a real, real update to the gameplay. And and they definitely expanded on things that were, were getting stale on the series. So, uh, it came out September 10th for the standard retail release, uh, but people who had Game Pass Ultimate would get the uh, game ahead of time, I believe it was the 5th, so I was luckily one of those people, because uh, we had signed up for Game Pass Ultimate through the, the E3 gift codes we received. So yeah, I got pretty deep into this game. Uh, started off campaign, even though multiplayer is really where the, the fun is we, uh, well, I guess I, I jumped in the campaign, uh, it actually was a lot quicker than I thought it would be i think it took me about nine hours Mm -hmm. to beat the full game and i was stuck on a particular boss midway that took me an hour alone just to beat. very frustrating but the satisfaction was there once i did finally get past it but otherwise it's it's the same old gears you're you're, you know third person cover shooter they they really expanded on the, the the backstory for the jump between the first trilogy and where four left off so, it was actually a really cool tie-in, I felt, uh, where the story went with how uh, the new enemy had, had come about, really. It, it's going in, in a good direction, and I'm, I'm pretty excited for the next installment, which I know, I guess will be a, a few yeah. years away, but, you know, we have this one for now, so. Yeah. You know. It
1: definitely looks like it could be fun. I might be interested in checking out, but I should probably start with one of the earlier games.
0: Well, we, we have them all, so yeah. you, you can easily do that. Backwards compatibility on Xbox is, is a great thing. Nice. Um, they're all on Game Pass. And that's that's really what they were focusing on with this game, I think, was to to really get Game Pass subscribers. Because this game was really anticipated by a lot of people. And it's it's a great example of, of a Xbox first-party game that not only has the quality uh, that was highly criticized for xbox one games in the last couple of years but um you're spending ten dollars a month i think for game pass mm. the ultimate i think is like 15 and even if you don't like this game after you play it you, you basically rented it right it, yeah so I, I urge anybody to to really jump in and try game pass if you don't know if you really are are able to commit to something like that like it's just it's an easy way to be in the know of of a, a hot topic game but yeah gears it ah, so good yeah so good uh they they have a horde comeback which was a really really fun uh experience you know, growing up and they've really expanded on it. They've added kind of classes to each character with like special perks. And the one downside in that game mode for online is people don't tend to commit to the entire game, which is like 50 rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. And so it's a couple hour you know commitment but at the same time it it just seems like it's impossible to do it without other people and then like i played twice i think i beat it the second time the first time everybody quit it was just me i got to 45 by myself but wow. i just could not go past that yeah um and they had different difficulties i was on like intermediate mm-hmm. they had like five different difficulties that's like the second hardest i think second easiest i should say Gotcha. And then th- that's that's kind of a, a challenge, just on that aspect of of getting a group of people to commit. If you if you don't play with a party of friends,
1: um, like reliable teammates, yeah, yeah. If
0: you don't have a, a group that that will dedicate to it it's it's kind of a gamble whether you're gonna waste a hour or so and then people quit on you and right you know but you still keep all the experience when you're when you finish even yeah. if you don't beat the whole thing so you level up you know that they, they have all the leveling from all the other games and they've improved on they've added a lot of skins and stuff like that different character unlocks mm-hmm. um so they kind of have microtransactions in that sense but not like straight on by microtransaction stuff, uh, but it's all obtainable through gameplay. right? Um, and it's, it's not anything that affects your ability to play better, it's just visual. So that's always nice to see. Yeah,
1: uh, one thing I noticed when I was watching you play multiplayer, I feel like something I thought was interesting was that when you were placing those like traps or defense items that the other players could also move them. Like you could go move somebody else's item that they purchased.
0: Yes, and hoard that, so... Yeah, and yes. so,
1: I understand, I think that's a cool feature if you're playing with people that you know, but, like, I also feel like you should be able to be like, I don't know any of these idiots, I don't Yeah, trust and them. <laughs> that kind of annoyed me, too. I, I think yeah.
0: my first match, I was setting up a, a base structure uh-huh. with fences, yeah. and um, some guy just came and moved my fence, He's and like, I was just like... This. I
1: excuse me
0: <laughs> definitely put that where i want it so yeah. i went and i put it back and that's another you know flaw i guess and the concept is you will really need to play with people that like you trust yeah you, know, you trust your friends with because yeah. otherwise you know people can really i guess, guess technically screw with your right with your plans yeah but you know that all comes with the train of playing Although online some
1: of your friends probably would do that anyway that's
0: true that's true <laughs> um and then the other couple, they had Escape, which is the new game type, which I really enjoy. It's it's more of a smaller scale uh, mission, It's kind of like randomized uh, sections that, like, make a maze, essentially, that you have to go through to get to, like, from point A to point B.
1: Was that the mode that you played at E3?
0: Yes, that's the mode we okay. played. Uh had the same issue again as we had at E3 was the problem. Idiot
1: partners. <laughs> yeah, so uh,
0: you have a lot of people that try to do it all on their own, mm-hmm. run through without, you know the team support and they get downed or whatever and then you either have to go and help them or just say screw it and then you risk not (laughs) being able to do it yourself because of the same situation right and the game is really built on needing a team support you can't run in by yourself because they have ai enemies that are designed to sneak up on you and grab you and, and haul you off and if they get you you're not getting out unless the teammates are able to get to you and shoot them down so that i think is their way to force team effort but in my experience so far it still hasn't taught the lesson yeah but it's fun the whole premise is you're like intentionally getting captured by the enemy to get put into one of their hives and then release a poison to kill the hive Mm -hmm. as you escape Right. You know, it's the same gameplay feature of the campaign and all that. But yeah. uh, you get, you know, different characters. And what they have done with this game is added skins or just new characters from, like, other franchises which are playable. Yeah. Uh, they have have uh, Halo reach characters that's cool um so you know that's a nice little crossover and the designs look like they fit in the world of gears so it's kind of nice to see that and then they have it's more of a movie promo it looks like with the terminator dark fates Mm -hmm. they have sarah connor and the terminator which they're cool looking you know anybody who's into those franchises you know well you have them together now and then they have a Dave Bautista uh, skin because he, for the longest time, wanted to play Marcus Phoenix, the, oh, the yeah. main character yeah. from the original trilogy, uh, that in, seems in the movie that's been in limbo for many like, years. A million years. Yeah, so it's a nice little like nod to him. Like okay. you're the character at least. In this, you know, and
1: that would have been pretty cool if they made yeah. it as Drax, though. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well,
0: you know, who knows? Yeah. Maybe in time they'll we'll strike deals with Disney to yeah. do that. I mean, they're Disney striking deals with Fortnite for those kind of things. Uh, so.
1: Gross.
0: Who knows? But yeah, it, overall, I'm, I'm loving the game. Um, you know, as you've seen me yell to TV. Yeah. You know.
1: Quite a bit. Still. <laughs>
0: still gives you that frustration when you just can't get a get a kill you know you get the shotgun like defies physics concepts and Mm -hmm. shotgun to the head doesn't die and then and then you get killed out of nowhere from 20 feet away yeah Yeah. like shrapnel (laughs) so it comes with the territory of this game but overall it's it's a great game for anybody who uh is interested so i would recommend you know game pass it just get them one month you know and and try it out you know and there's like hundreds of other games on there so yeah it, it's not like this is the only game it's At just worst, you don't like it You try just it the, the most games. recent and popular mm-hmm. so that's that's that for gears five and then finally uh this one is more of a controversial topic uh as of late the call of duty modern warfare game coming out i believe in november uh it had a beta last week no i guess two weekends ago yeah Eh, they've had a few but this was the only one that i was able to catch So basically the beta was more Modern Warfare, it was about what you expected. Beautiful graphics, uh, got the job done, got me kind of hyped for the game, even Mm -hmm. though I was interested already, I kind of got more into it. And then I think within that week they had the State of Play, which is the PlayStation mini announcements for the console. They have them like every few months at best, They're, they're not very often. I think it only like the third one or so, and that I believe was on the 24th, uh, and the Modern Warfare campaign, which had not really been talked about at all, mm-hmm. other than, you know, just multiplayer was really the focus, right? because the last Call of Duty game didn't even have a campaign, but this one, they, they released a campaign trailer, which was amazing, you know, really uh, added to the story from the previous Modern Warfares, so that was all exciting. Uh, but then the internet caught on to fine print at the end of that trailer. Exploded. And the walls started crumbling. <laughs> so once fans realized that there was fine print, the the game's launch date also included a special ops survival mode with the tag play first on PS4. Which isn't out of the ordinary because PlayStation has a timed exclusive for uh, call of duty games currently which xbox also did that with the 360 time they Mm -hmm. they did that with the modern warfare games and so it wasn't a shock it's just like a business move to make more money for the developer um and usually that's about one month the dlc content will come out one month earlier for whichever side paid more right so you know it is what it is it's not that big of a deal we were fortunate to be on 360 when we benefited on that. And now that it's on PlayStation, I don't really play with friends that much on those kind of games anyway. So it hasn't really impacted me. Right. But I also play on Xbox, so it doesn't really matter. But so this mode, the fine print shows that they have the timed exclusive content within that mode until October 1st, 2020. Yikes. So what's today?
1: Uh, October 1st. 2019
0: yes so that means we have one year that this mode will be exclusive to playstation
1: a whole year a whole
0: damn year that's bananas that's insane that's i don't feel like that's ever happened before like you you've had console exclusive things that were like more skins stuff like that but like there's never really been modes i don't think and so it kind of brought the question to most people like well is is the xbox version worth the 60 dollars? then is if we're not getting the same amount of content as the other console like why is it the same price you know so it's just kind of we're getting into a a zone of whether these kind of decisions are appropriate in the gaming industry um, you know, again it's all business, you know, it's all money driven. So really gamers have no say other than voting with their wallet. Uh some people say it's really not a big deal, you probably wouldn't play it anyways, and you know, majority of people that's probably true, but like, you know how I am, the principle is always what bothers me. Yeah. Whether I care about the actual thing or not, I just like the principle is what gets to me. Um so I guess should publishers be allowed to do this is the question I have. For you, do you think this is an okay situation?
1: I mean, a whole year is pretty shady. I've seen before where it's like a few months, and that is like, okay, you're making a deal with the console producer, I get it, but um, I think having it for a whole year is a little bit ridiculous. Although, um, who was it? Uh, So, was it rise of the tomb raider they i remember i was pissed when this first happened years okay ago, yeah you're they right did um xbox exclusive and at that point i was still playing on ps3 so i was like what the fuck it was xbox exclusive it came out on november 10th 2015 and then didn't come out on playstation 4 until october 2016 so it's kind of the opposite but
0: well in that situation i i could argue that was different because that's an entire game which is no different than an exclusive
1: okay so it's not just like dlc is no. that what you're saying not dlc but it's not a special mode within the game so the whole
0: the, that was the second game right yes yeah so rise of the tomb raider was probably never gonna happen because what was the first one called
1: just tomb raider I okay
0: think. yeah the The reboot The reboot yeah uh did not perform very well for square enix it didn't so essentially that franchise wasn't going to go forward from what I understand. Oh, okay. Microsoft, I think, was in a situation where they needed that category of game. So essentially they paid for the production of that game. So oh, in essence, okay. it was an unofficial first party title. Got it. Okay. So I would argue that's not necessarily a same scenario where, And but again, it, it was a year. You're right. Yeah. The game was only on Xbox for a year. Yeah. Then PlayStation got it after. Yeah. But here's the flip, hmm. which kind of, in a sense, is not beneficial to the Xbox people, assuming they didn't grab it until after. Hmm. I well, I don't remember now actually, but they might have both got it. But I believe the PlayStation version, when it did launch a year later, had extra content. Yeah, it was like definitive which edition was or something. PlayStation-based content from. That's true. That it was like a twentieth celebration or something like yeah, that yeah you're
1: probably right i just remember that some kind mm-hmm. of
0: celebration
1: i just remember being pissed about that because at the time when it was going to be coming out um, i was a playstation 3 player and then of course at that point we ended up getting had an xbox because i met you I just felt that uh, at the time, because as we discussed previously, I didn't get my first con- my first like legitimate gaming console was the PS3, so I was I considered myself a PlayStation person. I didn't really like playing on Xbox 360 as much, so I expected to be getting the next generation of PlayStation console, PS4. And so when I found out this game that I was super into, the sequel wasn't going to be on the console I expected to have at the time. Obviously you had one but I didn't like it as much. So Mm -hmm. I was like a PlayStation person. I don't really consider myself a PlayStation or Xbox person anymore. I don't have a PlayStation of my own but I just play yours. So, um, But at the time I considered myself a PlayStation person. So I was like pissed because i wasn't gonna get access to it or whatever
0: yeah and that's understandable yeah. um that, that's the one drawback to like yeah. consoles having exclusive it's like you don't win unless you have every console yeah fortunately we pretty much do yeah but uh, i think the industry is moving to a direction at some point where exclusives won't be the focus of selling anymore because it's i mean xbox looks like they're they're heading to a service-based you know console rather than a you know, game pass we've established it's it's a great deal and that's clearly the early works of and even the rumors are that the next console for Xbox will potentially be internet-based service yeah. rather than yeah. an actual physical console yeah uh, but of course they'll have both versions if that's truly the case yeah. because some people just want to have something on in their possession on their desk that says you know th- that tells them that like I own this you know yeah yeah so I I think we'll once we get to a point where like having to buy multi hundred dollar consoles is really obsolete, I think the exclusives will probably be less of an issue. You know? Yeah. I mean, you got the Google Stadia, I believe it's called, yeah. coming out, and they're claiming they could do 4K and all that stuff mm-hmm. with the bandwidth. You know, capabilities based off the user of, of course, but you know their claims are you could play anything just through a web browser, essentially. Yeah. With their service, so yeah, I mean, exclusives suck in the sense of having to wait around, but I think I think we'll get to a point where that's not so much a a hindering thing.
1: Yeah, I'm actually really excited for that day, one day, whenever it's just kind of like you have a game console, you can buy these games, and it's not like like all this proprietary bullshit makes it harder to just be like a gamer like you have to like yeah pick a side almost yeah and like we were butt. saying earlier just like
0: <laughs> the fanboy aspect it's it's it sucks it's there's no reason like just yeah. enjoy what you yeah what you enjoy and just let other people enjoy what they enjoy there's no reason to be like well mine's better so i feel like i made the right choice yeah, you know? no,
1: no one cares. <laughs> you do you.
0: Yeah. So, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Game looks fun, but um, that little hiccup in the PR, I guess, of the game's release is going to be an interesting, it'll be an interesting thing whether or not Xbox players vote with their wallet or if they just say, well, there's nothing we can do and just buy it anyways. Yeah. So, we'll see what the data says, hopefully. And uh, the, supposedly there was rumors that the Activision is had a meeting about the situation because because of the uproar i don't know i honestly don't feel like that's a thing because they get their money either way
1: yeah that's true they
0: know that a good percent of those people who have both consoles will just end up buying it on ps4 so yeah that's that's that for for our gaming um yeah so we are we are done with episode one it sounds like
1: holy crap a
0: very long episode one
1: insanely long probably gonna
0: be the longest we'll ever do yeah Uh, i think we're gonna need to focus on how to shorten our (laughs) yeah we need to (laughs) shorten our segments yeah uh maybe maybe just focus more on specific things and less multi things
1: yeah it's a learning process
0: yeah so we will work on that but uh thank you for listening to our first episode of dissecting this fiction absolutely uh we right now i believe are on anchor and spotify and we are working on the process of getting spread out to other platforms yeah uh Feel free to contact us if you have any questions, requests, anything that we can improve on the podcast or just wanna say hi and like what we talked about. Right now, you can contact me at classycatdad at gmail.com i'm also on instagram and twitter with the same tag of Classycatdad.
1: and uh we also got your website classycatdad.com we are yes. uh we're in the process of setting up a website for dtf cast it'll be dtfcast.com maybe by the time this is actually posted you might actually see something on the site maybe not we'll see what happens
0: but, yeah, as, as Jessica was saying, we will we will work on the website link to get uh, DTFcast.com going. Uh, until then, uh, we are just using the temporary ClassyCatDad.com and email at gmail.com. So, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you guys uh, next week for episode two. Yeah,
1: we'll see you then.